10 seconds to fire it. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Picking favorites! Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Picking Favorites. Uh, today, uh, it is, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a different kind of show. It's uh, with me as always, uh, whenever I'm on the show, this gentleman is always with me, uh, my good friend and buddy, Razzle Dangerously. What's up, dude? Hey, how are you doing? I'm oh, great, man. A, <laughs> I, went full, that, I went full name. You went full name. That's just my Gmail that's just your that's Gmail. Yeah. I think Ragile Dangerously is a great name. I don't know. I mean, it's better than Eric Guzdala, but sure. I don't think your that parents would think. Sillier. I don't think your parents would think that. Well, my parents' intelligence is up for discussion at this moment. So. It is. Let's talk about it. Oh, well, no. Why do you? <laughs> we won't get into that. We won't get into that. I mean, I think Eric is a fine name for um, a young boy in Michigan. It is all right. You know, it's a. Uh, you know, as as uh, did five other parents who had children. Hey man, born my name in is My name is David. Uh, how many kids do you think know the word named David? Well, uh, in a Bible Belt community in Kentucky. Okay, uh, not as many as Muhammad, because that's the number one. I think. I'm uh, pre- yeah, I'm there was. Certain. A, I gotta be honest. There wasn't one Muhammad in my own. I'm hometown. pretty sure Muhammad is the most biblical name used. I think um, somebody was telling me it was like it's. There's nobody names their kid Jesus. Uh, of course they do. They're, Jesus and it's spelled Jesus. It's sure. the same word. But there's some lines above some of the letters. <laughs> okay, so the accents are different. But, uh, okay, it's still spelled I think, Jesus. I, I think Muhammad is the most popular biblical name. I think. Um, okay, I could be wrong. Don't. I'm not. I'm not. Here's the deal. This isn't an answer on geeks who drink. So don't take. It, it isn't an answer. Although I, we should. I guess we could come. Out. I think Muhammad is the most popular name in the world right now. Could be. Uh, I don't think it's the most popular yeah. biblical name because, as far as I know, it really isn't uh, in the Bible very much. Well, in the uh, religious name. Judeo-Christian religious Bible. Religious name. I'm sorry. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. The Bible was written about 700 years before uh, the Quran, so I'm not really sure about that. About how many uh, Muhammads are in the Old Testament? Yeah. I don't uh, know, but I, I don't. But again, I don't know. If you let us most, know and let us know. Um, today we're going to talk about our favorite stuff that's happening right now in the world. Since uh, we're just two guys talking, uh, may have a friend call in in a bit, uh, talk yeah. about his movie coming out on DVD. Hopefully, we'll make that happen. But uh, want to talk today about what's going on in Eric's life. I, w- a lot of stuff going on in the Nerd Machine's life. We just finished Nerd HQ, which was uh, amazing. If you guys haven't checked out any of our videos at Nerd Machine TV, please go do so. Uh, I'm sure all of you have seen the Brian Cranston moment from. Uh, his panel at Super Mansion. If you haven't seen that, it's hilarious. Um, but a lot of people have seen it. It got a lot of press right when it happened on that weekend. Yeah, it, cool. it exploded. I was down there at Comic-Con, and I woke up, and I went on my Facebook, and I seen so many people posting it. And I'm like, what? And then it was from that thing. So then I texted it to you, and then it was like, but you already probably seen it. it yeah, like, I had seen it, but we hadn't. It's funny. We hadn't posted it yet. Viral it we didn't, yeah, we didn't have any idea how viral it was going to go. Cause we yeah, like, it's a really funny guy. It's a really funny joke. We'll see yeah. what happens with it. But And he actually, I was just listening to the Cranston that was on the Nerdist podcast, and he talked about it. He mentioned they were talking about that. 
Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't, I didn't hear it. Yeah. Nice. It was a really great shout out and all of that to, to Nerd HQ and the charity work. And Man, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. We'd love and, some Brian uh, Cranston. He's a, he's a great dude. He's, he's a great dude. Um, so, yeah, that's been going on last night. Uh, so, guys, we're recording this on Friday, the uh, 14th. Um, I think that's the day, right? Friday the 14th. Uh, yeah, Friday and, uh, the 14th. Last night, we had Felicia Day and Dexter Darden on the show. Um, hopefully, this is going to come out on uh, the Wednesday before the next show. So hopefully, you've caught up because I don't want to give anything away. But spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you who won last night. Um, and it was Felicia Day and her team, Beer Me Up Scotty. Uh, they defe- defeated Dexter Darden and his team of... Uh, the Maze Rum Runners. Ooh, that's yeah. a clever name. Yeah, somebody texted, somebody tweeted me last night. They said, you should have called it the Maze Rummers. And I was like, oh, that's actually better. Yeah. We should have done that. Uh, noted. Duly noted. Duly noted. Twitter guy. Thank you for letting us know that we screwed that up. But uh, super fun show last night. Had a great time. Loved doing that show. Excited to hopefully do some more shows uh, in the coming months. So we'll see. Um, so a lot of stuff happening in the world right now. I mean, uh, you know. Big movie coming out today. Yeah. Straight out of Compton. Yeah. And, and The Man from Uncle. Two vi- comes out today yeah, as well. It comes out today as well. It does, God, yeah. damn. Very different movies, but Two I think both movies. will be huge. It looks, I got to be honest, I know Army Hammer a little bit. We've been friends for a while. And uh, it's funny when you meet a guy and he's just, you know, he's a kid. You don't know what he's going to be. He's an actor. He's done like one thing. And then all of a sudden, he's literally yeah. one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. He's a great kid. I really like great him a lot. Kid. And he looks Huge awesome. Huge fan of his family. Yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> Hammer's a cool family. They've done Huge, quite a few things. Huge fan of the you know in the in their life. The, uh, but the, Army's a great guy. Yes. Really fun. Uh, and this movie looks incredible. So very excited to see it. Um, it looks like what James Bond movies in the like sixties here. Here's, you know, would have felt like if we were watching it at the time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really been here, a part of that era. Here's my dilemma. Um, I want to see the movie. It looks good. I'm a huge. I, I'm. You know. I. They've been trying to make this movie for a while now with different different stars attached. Um, and, and based on an old TV show, right? Yes, the man from UNCLE. Uh, and there was also another. You can't um, call it Uncle. Well, that's the name of the show. There's yeah, periods. But do you? Yeah, you understand they don't say that when uh, they promote the movie. Uh, correct. That would sound really terrible. I, I understand that, but there are. It's like, not very marketable. You don't say. It's the man from you UNCLE. You don't say we live in the USA. You say it's we a completely different thing. Oh no, it's not. There's periods. It's like okay. LL Cool J. You don't say. We don't cool say J. strategic homeland initiative, and you know we they did shield. in the they did in Iron Man as a joke. Ah, it was a joke. Is, yeah, we're working on it. It was a joke. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't. I do know what. It's called it's the man from Uncle. Continue your story. Yes. Uh they before they went into production with this, Tom Cruise was attached to the Man from Uncle. Yes, he was. And then he dropped out because Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible Five ended up getting fast tracked, which is blowing everybody away right now. Rogue Nation well, is I the mean, biggest. It's, it's awesome. I haven't seen it. It's really, it's really good. I, I, I should. It's really really good. Could do a double feature uh, action movie weekend. Yeah, uh, straight out of Compton and Rogue Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Very different movies, I think. Hey, you know, sometimes you you know, straight out of Rogue Nation, straight out of Rogue. Yeah, I, I, we're done with the straight memes, out of everybody. Uncle. Hey, everybody, we're done with the memes. Straight out of Uncle. Stop it. Um, stop doing the yeah, memes. Yeah, I want to see both of those. Out of Compton. I feel like I made the joke earlier today. Uh, 
like just last night, I've seen so many people posting photos of their tickets of straight out of Compton, which is probably going to take number one this weekend. Um, but I feel like um, Fantastic Four could have done a little bit better had they had like a meme. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I haven't seen it, but compared, like uh, if Fantastic but, but, Four had a the, meme from the things if, that I've read, I don't if, know that anything really could have fixed what was going on with the Fantastic Four. Well, maybe having a director that wasn't nuts and didn't ruin a house that he was renting. Maybe just a thought. What? I don't know. What you're oh, you don't about. know about that? Oh, the, uh, we're going to say allegedly. Allegedly. Go ahead. All right, tell allegedly. the story. Hey, I'll tell the story because he's way more successful than me. I don't care. Um, Apparently he well, and that's why he got fired off of Star Wars because he's a nut apparently, and he was um, he was wild and erratic on set. He would like hold himself up in like a black tent, and he would have other people like tell the actors what to do. And supposedly there's been accounts of allegedly there's been accounts of like him telling the actors like when to blink and like breathe huh? like on on set like in on 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 film and all that. But he also um, the house he was running. Uh, the the landowner sued him and I believe Fox for a hundred thousand dollars worth of damages that his dogs and stuff just destroyed the house he was running and he was going erratic and he was apparently Matt Vaughn had to come back in and do a bunch of reshoots because the movie sucked even more and wow hence why he got fired from Star Wars this is all alleged alleged well, this is all well, allegedly we don't know nobody this did is, get according fired from to, Star Wars according to reports no he's no longer on, again I think it's a, depending on who you ask correct. Uh, they well, parted ways. I'm sure, if you talk yeah. to Disney, I would believe Disney. Maybe, but I'm just going to say allegedly. Allegedly, these yeah. are all according to reports. We're not saying we believe it, nope. or we are saying it's I true. I believe it, but allegedly, we are not saying it's true because we don't know. I feel bad for the guys in the movie. Uh, yes, yes. I worked with Kate Mara a long time ago on yes. 24. She was a delightful young woman. Yes. Oh, they're uh, all talented. I mean, yeah. dude, Michael B. Man. I think they're all MBJ cool. is going to be great, dude. MBJ, yeah, I think he I Creed, think, dude. He's going to be so. That good. movie looks great. I'm, I'm excited about Rocky and, and the Creed thing. That's going to be fun. Um, but I, you know, I feel bad. I, you know, it's going to go down. It's probably one of the biggest flops, movie, uh, comic book flops ever. Yeah, it was and was Ishtar based on the comic book? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nobody knows what Ishtar is. In Nobody knows. They don't even know who's in that movie. Uh, Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. But we know because I mean, I'm surprised you know because you're much younger than me. <laughs> yeah, but I know about but, things. You know things. I know things. Come on, I know, dude. I know things. I watch movies. I know things. I know all about stuff like that. I, I read things. I read blogs and Reddit. I and sort BuzzFeed. Of Reddit and BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> I just take take a list test and find out what princess, Disney princess I'm like or what. Uh, I'm joking. I don't do any of those things, but I think a lot of people, that's what they do on BuzzFeed. Yeah. Is that what they do? On BuzzFeed? Yeah. Do what? Make steel jokes? No, do... <laughs> Are we talking they about still the fat Jew? No. No, the, no, got, the fat Jewish is what you're talking just, about. You just can't say fat Jew like in the middle of a conversation and people are supposed to go, did he just disparage a whole, like a person? Oh, just, the fat Jewish. Okay. Yeah, the fat Jewish. The, Jewish. It's the Instagram account. We talked about okay. it with Jensen yeah, last yeah, week. Right. That's right. Um, well, but um, according to this Hollywood reporter where he signs with CAA, hey, and all things, guess what? I don't have representation. I'm going to start stealing jokes. <laughs> uh, and here it says, alter ego, the fat Jew. Has signed with CEA. So yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his Instagram account is called the Fat Jewish. It's very funny. It is a yeah. funny. It is a funny thing. It's memes and photos and you know yeah. caption photos. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Anyways, um, anyways, and, yeah. the BuzzFeed. Yeah. Anyway, that's what you like the BuzzFeed stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. TheBuzzFeed.com. So that's it's like the Facebook.com. Okay. I appreciate it. 
I'm, I'm glad you you stay current on things. Hey, you know, it is. So, it is. Uh, yeah, so big movies come out this weekend. Really excited about that. I want to see both those, Straight of Compton and Uncle. And I got to see Rogue Nation, man. I haven't seen a lot of movies lately. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. But uh, uh, hopefully I can, I can see something. Did a little vacation this week, went to New Orleans, and uh, caught some fish down in the Gulf. Yeah, what kind of cool. fish did you catch? They're called Black Drum. Ooh, I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're big fish. Drum. They're big fish. Yeah. I caught like a 20-pounder. It was it's pretty cool. Movie, like fish. in the surf. <laughs> yeah, the big fish. It's a, I caught like a 20-pound fish off right in the surf, right yeah. off the right off the beach there where yeah. uh, my don't, wife's family's uh Don't post that, camp on, the, don't post that on Instagram or you'll lose all your jobs. For what? For killing for a fish. For fishing? Hey, I mean, it's, you know. You can't fish anymore? I don't know. Everybody eats fish. You can't what fish. You, you can't hunt for a lion. You can't do a lot I of I think a anymore. black drum fish and a lion like everybody has seen before is a very different thing. I would hope, but although I don't know. know. You never know with the internet bullies. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of internet bullies. <laughs> I know. It's becoming, they're all anti-bullying, but they're the biggest bully. It's the biggest mob mentality in the world, the internet. It's so catch-22, do you know I mean? Like, no, no, you're like, right. I'm, yeah. Look, I'm on board with a lot of it, but it's also like... You're everybody's so anti-bully on the internet, but then they're they don't think twice about like just mob mentality. Do you know what I mean? No, totally. Like, well, because there's a difference in bullying and we're just right. Well, do you know what I'm saying? Like people who don't who just think they're right don't think they're bullies. Correct. They're like, well, oh, you just yes. have to believe like me. Fair enough. I'm yeah, not yeah, being yeah, a bully yeah. because yes. I'm just telling you what you should Correct. believe to be there's, true. I guess there's a difference. Yeah, and like, I think that's a true one. No matter like, what side of the spectrum you're on, like Frankenstein's an abomination. Let's pitchfork and kill him. Versus, hey man, why are you so tall? You know, like that'd be a bully versus a mob mentality, right? Right. I guess, yeah. Unless you just have a big aversion to tall people, and you can, like, yeah. you know, or people with like scars and different ears. You take, more. hey, you have two different, can you have two different ear shapes? I don't know that that's because thing because because uh, Frankenstein. Why do you have screws coming out of your neck? Hey, guy. <laughs> I don't. Really, I gotta be I'm honest. trying to think of how a I never understood would. the screws in the neck. By the way, I'm trying. I never understood that's the where, bolt because that's was the bolts were was connected, connected to his to brain, the, and that's where the electricity came. Is from. That where electricity came from? Yeah, because a lot of them didn't they have like the cap on the head? I don't. I've never seen an episode. Of what? There is no episodes of Frankenstein. What are CSI you Frankenstein. There is no. Although that's CSI. a funny show name, CSI Frankenstein. CSI. If Frankenstein's the the medical examiner, yeah, how funny that'd be funny. It's, the, it's uh, it's like True Detective that's Part Two. Bit. It's Doctor oh, Frankenstein man. and Frankenstein. Man, okay. Let's I don't just, even know. We're not even going to get into how I defended it the whole season, and then I watched the last episode, and I'm like, how? Uh, okay. Spoiler alert: If you if you watch True Detective and haven't watched the end, what the shit, dudes? Come on. Ugh. I watched that show and I was like, I was a defender. I was like, you know what? I don't I think it's that bad. I defended it from day one. I don't one. think it's that bad. I think uh, I love Rachel McAdams in it. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. I like Colin Farrell. Yeah, I like all the people in the show. And then it yeah. just goes like, what? The, like, it doesn't make sense. Like everyone makes <laughs> pretty <laughs> decent decisions until the very end, and then they all make the absolute worst possible decision they could have made it's, all in a row. Do you know might, what I'm saying? No, I know because I watched it. Like. How does Vin? First of all, how do you get Here's caught? Here's the deal. Like if, if you guys have not seen it, spoiler alert. We're gonna. I'm gonna ruin it for everybody. Stop. That's it. Cause don't. Cause I defended the whole. Don't season. watch the. Uh, don't watch the last uh, episode. And look uh, again. I've never made a TV show or written a TV show, but it was. I defended it up until the ending, and I didn't like the ending of season one, but. It was uh, the season was one was out this. there. It was, it was out there, but at least you, they finished the story was, in yeah, a way. It was that a horrible thought. way, but at least this way it was like, oh, I'm gonna. Hey, it's ironic that he's got three million dollars of diamonds in his suit coat, but nobody will find him in the desert. Like, whoa. 
Oh, I don't even think. I mean, I yeah, that's hey. gonna happen, but I didn't think it was. Hey. I, didn't, I didn't get the point of hey, like in in episode three when Colin Farrell's talking to his dad because everybody thinks he's dead after getting shot in the chest. His dad explains exactly how he's gonna die at the end by right. running through the woods. Hey, that's cool. Hey, he <laughs> dies. Hey, everybody makes bad decisions and nobody good wins. At least have one good person win. Even well, Rachel think- didn't even win. They, she gave it to a, she gave all the intel to a journalist who's not going to do shit with it because everybody's already successful and passed on, and the government's so corrupt in California that it was. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, no. Yeah. There's the whole logic of they were already started building the monorail. They were already doing all this, and it's like it's not. It's already done, dudes. Like it's nobody's going to believe you. It's been at least a year, and all of the the commotion and all. It's all done. Yeah, like the rail corridor thing. Yeah, Nobody's right. going to give a shit about that article that you write nine months later. Like, hey, Colin Farrell, you're being tailed. Call up uh, Vince Vaughn and Rachel McAdams and be like, hey, hang out on this roof and shoot this tail. Hey, dude, you guys are – you know you're all wanted by various different people. Don't go see your fat kid play sports. Do you know okay, what I mean? Okay, first of all, let's don't talk about – let's don't disparage him. I'm not disparaging. I'm not being a bully. I'm yeah, being don't be a, a bully. Don't call jelly. him a fat kid. Well, it's not and nice. he's called – His kid. Uh, the, his kid. I mean, in the show, kid. that's what they refer to him as. Who refers to him? Like, no one refers to him uh, as the fat kid ever. The redhead kid. You're Whatever. wrong. Whatever. Hey, dude, don't go see your kid. He was a I chubby kid. Don't go see your chubby kid. He has nothing to do with his weight. It doesn't. I'm not saying it is. You don't go there. But period. On top of the fact that here's another thing too is it's like, then it's like, oh, it's so ironic that he dies, but yet he is the father when he thought he wasn't the father, and he was just looking for service. It's like, dude, you're being, you know, you're, you know, you have uh, x amount of time to get to this boat. Yeah. You know, nobody, you know, you're hunted by the government and by the cops. Don't go see your kid. Like, don't call him. Leave a voice recording, like you've been doing. Don't go see him. Which also was ironic that it never sent. And it's and it's like, oh, the kid just happens to take that, hey, that badge listen, around. It's a TV show. Like you're not gonna take the kid's it's not gonna symbolic, take a badge I get The kid it. couldn't even hang on to LeBron's. Do you know what I mean? Like the kid couldn't even not get his LeBron stolen. He's yeah, not gonna carry the around a badge. Yeah, but the kids don't want to steal the badge. And then it's like, and then it's like, so so he does that. And then he gets a tail. Just drop the car. Like, they're still behind you. Drop the car and get, Listen, do you know what I mean? All right. Okay. And then Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is this dude who the, he used to come to the same thing he did in episode three. It's like, dude, you're a mafia lord. You've been a successful You're a bad guy. guy. You're a bad guy. You know the ways around being a bad guy. And you're now sought after. Don't tailgate people underneath bridges. I don't even, I'm not even a wanted never, dude. Yeah, that's the one Here's thing. Here's the deal. That's I'm the not, one thing that I never understand. I'm like, not a wanted signs, dude. Yeah. I'm not a wanted dude, but I remember Urban Legends from 1986, and I don't tailgate people because if somebody gets too close to me, I want to be able to leave this situation. It's funny. I every, In every movie that ever happens, I always go, why are you so close to the don't car Don't get so you? close to the car in front of you, dude. Having a training day. Did you watch Two Detective? Yeah. Did you watch it? I'm talking to the recorder producer guy, and it's like... <laughs> Yes, because you don't get that close. Nobody gets that close yeah. to it. It's it, again. It was for store. Like it was stupid. Though. When you're and telling those Mexicans, sometimes people, like, how did he not realize he was being tailed? Because the guys who he just left called the guys. Yeah, but always watch the tail. Like if you're wanted, no. But I look to see if he's not wanted. Me. But he he just killed everyone he thought was after going to be after him. That's why he was so surprised. He was like, "What's going on with these guys? I don't know. What's, why are you want?" He could have given him the money. Could have given him his coat. Should, he did give him all the money, didn't he? He gave him the, the suitcase full of money, yeah, but he yeah, still had so the, diamonds. the diamonds. But here's the other thing. You don't put them in your suit pocket. Don't put them in your suit pocket, dude. Put them back in your sock. 
You know what I'm saying? But that's why he would, if he had him in his sock, he would have given up the coat and he wouldn't have died. And that's so why stupid. that's why it doesn't fit so the way dumb. they wanted to end the show. So enough about True Detective. So Sorry dumb. if you all loved it for the so whole dumb. season. So dumb. I loved it till the last, but uh, actually the last five minutes of the previous episode because there's no way to believe that Taylor Kish was only going to come out of one door in that entire building and the guy was just standing outside the one door waiting on him. This was all set up on purpose. That would make no sense at all. Like, there's yeah, only like one door knew. in the Hall of Records. There's like, one way. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it was just, like, it's just they had exactly, to get rid of him. They had to get rid of him. He knew exactly how long he would walk on that underground tunnel. No, dude, for sure. Like, he was just going to stand there all, Yeah, he was just standing <laughs> out there all night long. Like, that's, oh, he's going to get up this way, and he's going to come down. Like, they had no idea where he was. Yeah. Every, oh, he yeah. killed all of them, right? He killed yeah. everybody. Well, not that, that except good. except the the chief or whatever. Yeah, shoot that dude! Why are you just no, pistol whipping him, dude? Shoot him because he didn't want to have to kill those guys. He wasn't trying to kill anybody. No, he was. No, they were after, after, they were going to kill him. He started shooting them. He tried to run. He pistol whipped him, but then he took off running. Like just shoot him. Well, he should have shot two of the guys before he even walked away. Yeah, well, he's uh, he, he should have shot two of the guys while because here's the thing: if you want to get away like that, you don't pistol whip the guy that's your human shield yeah. and then run away. You Shoot the guys in front of you, and yeah. then you and shoot you the guy. The, I mean, again, you, you I'm not saying this is anything I would advocate. I'm just saying, no. I if would. you're if thinking I was in that position, I would totally. He do that. is a Marine, or a you know, he was a badass dude who yeah, spent who, a lot of time in. Who was in shady, Middle also East, like he spent he knows time how to do shady. Yeah, things. he knows how to do bad he's shit. Got a, he's got a duffel bag of money that his mom spent on drugs. Uh, yeah, you hate. What that. did he do in Afghanistan? That that was he got paid off for. That was what's that story about? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That was the creepiest relationship, by the way, in the whole show. So wild. Them two was so weird. Because you were like, what is she? Is it's, she like coming on him? It's such a weird thing. Anyway, I defended that show regardless we did, of all the plot holes. We talked about it now. There's almost more plot now. holes than lost in that show, but it is what it is. All uh, right, guys, we're going to take a break. Yeah, we're uh, going to take a break, and, we, and we're not going to talk about True Detective anymore. Nope. But uh, uh, we'll be right back. Talk to you soon. All right, Picking favorites. Hey, nerds. I'm excited to introduce you to Howl.fm, the best and most convenient way to listen to all the episodes of your favorite podcast, Picking Favorites. You can find it on the web at howl.fm and on the go with the Howl app. You can stream and download all Picking Favorites episodes that have been released in the past six months, and you can go beyond the audio with behind-the-scenes photos, commentaries, and more. You can even go further by upgrading to Howl Premium for only $4.99 a month. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Get exclusive access to the entire Picking Favorites archive and to all the Earwolf, and Wolf Pop archives. This includes all episodes older than six months, all remastered with no ads. Only with How Premium, listen to hundreds of hours of the WTF with Mark Marin archives, hear classic interviews with Robin Williams, Louis C.K., and more. Howl has also partnered with some of your favorite hosts and comedians to develop Howl Originals, brand new shows available only with How Premium. Check out the great new series from Lauren Lapkus and the AV Club right now. Already 10 brand new, hilarious Howl Originals, and we are adding new shows every week. Get access to all this exclusive, amazing content, both on your phone, on your iPad, and on your desktop, with the Howl Premium app for only $4.99 a month. And with the promo code NERDMACHINE, you'll get a full month for a free trial. How do you beat that? Just go to Howl FM and enter code NERDMACHINE at checkout. Remember, you can use Howl on your phone or your computer, but you can only use my promo code on Howl.fm, the website. So go to Howl.fm, that's H-O-W-L dot F-M, and use the promo code NerdMachine for one month free trial 
of How Premium. Hey guys, welcome back from the break. Uh, sorry, Razzle and I went on a little bit of a tangent there with True Detective. We're, uh, we were big fans and then kind of got disappointed at the end. But we are joined by our good friend and uh, director, Mr. Kyle Newman, on the phone. Kyle, what's up? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Sorry about a little uh, little mix-up today. I was hoping to get on sooner. But, oh, no worries. Uh, no problem at all. Be here. Give us a little time to talk some other stuff. So we're glad you're here. Uh, and uh, let's chat. What's up, dude? How are you doing? How are you, Dave? I'm good, buddy. Uh, I'm good. How's it going over there? Yeah, how's the family life? Um, things are good. Baby's home, uh, out of the hospital, so it's good. Good, and I'm um, staying busy. I'm sure. I just, uh, I just was looking, and I, I can watch your movie now on Amazon Prime. Yes, Prime for free. It's out everywhere else. It's opening in England in a couple of days, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted, I retweeted your tweet about it, and it's out on DVD, correct? Yeah, DVD. It's everywhere. Nice. Is it out right? So it's out right now on DVD, and it's out on all these pay per view. It's on. It's definitely on Amazon because I was just watching it. Um, but I think you can watch it on a couple other places too, which yeah. is great, man. August fourth, it it came out on DVD Blue, and then it came out Amazon Prime, all that stuff. Nice, nice, man. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear it, and uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting to watch it finally. Um, yeah. I, oh. I, I I unfortunately missed it in. Uh, did it have a, I mean, how big a release did you guys get for the movie? It was um, like a hundred something screens. Right. Most Nothing huge, you know. Right. Like in LA, where did they show it? Like at Lamley and all that kind of uh, stuff, like in West Hollywood or something? Yeah. Which it's not really that kind of movie. I mean, they went right. like, because A24 distributor normally does art movies. Right. And it's trying. They were going to do something different with it, but at the end, they just put it through all the normal outlets, which is like art house cinema, and you're not going to get teenagers rolling into, you know what I mean? No, totally, yeah. It's an action movie. I mean, that's... Weird. Well, yeah. it's... it's. I mean, it's yeah. more of like a... It's like a action high school. It's almost like Mean Girls meets a uh, slight spy movie, right? Is How would you how would yeah. you describe it? Yeah. I would describe it. It's a high school movie with action, so it's yes. like an older high school fish-out-of-water comedy that just has action as a trope, as a uh, big idea. Yeah, it's, it's a really funny movie. I, I've seen it, and um, it actually star, it, uh, has Samuel L. Jackson in it, who's really great in it also. Um, I mean, the whole cast is great. It's a really, really a uh, lot of funny parts. Um, and um, Thank you. I enjoyed it. And yeah, I was really proud of the cast. I mean, I, yeah, I, dude, it's got huge. I mean, come on, you got to be assembled. Sophie Turner, Jessica Alba, yeah, you, Jamie. I mean, come on, Jackson, Jessica, and and, and new 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 people like Dove Cameron is fantastic, and Toby Sebastian. He's on Game of Thrones now too. Sophie Turner, you know, obviously Game of Thrones. Yeah, but this is like her first time playing a normal aged teenager in modern you know, <laughs> America, right? And. Um, Thomas Mann, who had a great film this year, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, which which won two major awards at Sundance, and he's like he's a male lead, and um, plus guys like Steve O and Dan Fogler, who's been around for a while, and now he's in you know Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and Rachel Harris from The Hangover, and Rob Hubel, who's another just hilarious comedian. Uh, it was just such a fun, great cast. I was so, you know. 
thankful and blessed to have them on it. And then just the, the kids really anchor it. And it's a high school film, ultimately, no matter how else you look at it. Um, that's what it is. Unfortunately, I think a lot of our foreign distributors made some action-heavy posters that made it look like kind of Jason Statham-esque film. Or <laughs> really right. Like that. It was the Bourne um, Ultimatum with uh, high school kids? Yeah, that's what they. That's what the the pitch was. I guess they didn't even really put the kids in it. They just put like SWAT guys in a, in a school hallway. It looked like it was a Chechnyan host, a hostage crisis. Oh yeah, that's a real way to sell a movie uh, over there in Europe. Yeah, that had nothing to do with my film. Yeah, that's that's bad. Yeah, so a lot of people assume that's what the movie was. Yeah, and it's really just like yeah, like a Mean Girls type, Ten Things I Hate About You esque. Um. High school action comedy. Coming, coming of age comedy uh, with the background of, uh, you know, um, badass girls uh, learning to fight. You know, that's what was great about it is really we were ahead of this curve of everyone's trying to do all female everything. Right. And that was one of the challenges in getting the film made because we were very adamant that it had to be girls. And there were studios that wanted to make it if we made it about guys. Um, this is, you know, three or four years ago. And... Who knows, you know, in this landscape, it could have been a little different, but we were very adamant that it was about the girls and the guys were almost the bystanders in the bystanders in these action scenes and, um, and, and the main plot. And there's something fun about that. And we, you know, committed to that and it really is a, a girl power film at, at its core. Um, not, not where it's preachy about it. It's just, and not at all. It's just girls are doing all this stuff, and it's empowering for girls. It's not making a big political statement about it. You know, I don't think I think right, it's right. a movie about um, with girls at least without having it to be like politically, culturally charged. Just cast girls and make it about girls. It's not like it doesn't have to be anything more than that. No, I think so. you're right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's funny because if this movie got pitched right now with like the success of like a Ronda Rousey. Do you know what I mean? And how she's kind of transcended mainstream culture from being a UFC fighter. Maybe it was an e- maybe it's an easier pitch. Do you know what I mean? And they go, "Oh, we totally get the girl thing now." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And so um I think it's always, you know, it's always funny when you see movies with uh with girls who are like 15 beating up men, but that's part of movies. You know what I mean? You suspend your disbelief in a lot of that stuff. And so that's why it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these girls are, you know, the Megan character and um, Sophie Turner, you know, played by Haley, Haley Steinfeld and Sophie Turner's character are both, um, you know, very convincing with the action. And they both were orphans who were raised in this program. So they can hold their own against people more skilled and uh, because it, they've, they've been trained for it since birth. Right. And... I think that's um, that's what we have going for. It's not like they just picked up these skills when they went to high school. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, from yeah, beginning of the movie, you're basically showing the progression and the the education of the girls in this yeah. school. Yeah. To, you know, to make it to give a believability into what they can do. You know what I mean? They're it's opening you have to, the the opening credits of all of that is is I I love. It's one of my. It's like this animated, um, animatics almost, and it's it's. It's really neat. Like it's really cool. It's really well done. I I yeah, love the, we didn't have the very stylized. Thank you. We didn't even have a full budget. There was supposed to be a little more action at the beginning that kind of sold the globe trotting aspect of her uh, upbringing and her education uh, on all these missions, and we just didn't have the budget to do all of that. And so a lot of that were scenes that we didn't shoot or or rethinks of them that we could do 
in an animated format. Um, so we could at least cement uh, her upbringing and you know, her background and also um, let people know what the tone of the film was. I thought that was, you know, I remember some great 80s films, high school films that had um, opening animated titles. I always thought that was really cool. So it, w- it was a bit of an afterthought, but um, it works well because you, you can't, you know, you, I think if you rented that thinking it was a Jason, Jason Statham action film and then you watch that opening three-minute uh, title sequence, you'd be like, what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, um, I think, a lot of people's perception of what this film is. And then I think, you know, some of the people reviewing it when it first came out also were were angry that they're like, you have all these serious actors in it, and why is it not like Hannah? And like, well, we didn't make Hannah. Someone else made Hannah a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with Which Hannah, I frankly didn't, you know? I didn't really love Hannah, by the way. So, yeah, I'm glad you guys didn't I remake I Hannah. Don't under, I don't understand. That's not, to me, that's not a movie review. That's just like, you're just sitting on a couch complaining, you know? Because um, we were all really, really pleased with uh, how it came out, you know, the whole cast and the whole team and... You know, I just think it was, it was so much fun to make. I mean, I think that comes across in the film how fun it was for everybody. Um, no, that's awesome. It dude. was great. It was. I mean, I I liked it because I I'm a huge yeah, fan of you. like I just watched the um, the Duff the other day and that was that was really funny also. And it's like I'm I'm as even though I'm 33, I still get a kick out of like the high school comedies with you know popular girls making fun of each other and not liking each other. And it's just, it's just such a, it reminds me so much of high school. It's so funny. And, um, added to that, the, the aspect of like, you know, being an assassin that doesn't want to do that anymore, but she'd, she'd rather, you know, you know, uh, uh, traipse around with, you know, the, the clicks in high school. It's, it's such a great, um, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's a funny movie. And there's a lot of funny, there's a lot of funny, uh, uh, like high school lingo. That's just so. It, it's like I was. There's there's a lot of like funny high school like lingo that's making it, it makes fun of the high school lingo, and that's what's funny about it because it's you see so much of it like on the internet and on Twitter, and people use it, and it's like, what does that even mean? And then you watch this, and then you hear them like use even funnier ones, and it's like it's so true that it's like you don't even like these are just made up words. It's I like it. They're just made up words. Just make stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know when you when you're also when you're making something independently too, it's a lot of times you have the time to refine stuff because it's such a struggle to get the money together. So right. The idea, and then we could do some extra rounds of writing on it while we're waiting for things and and elements of the production to come together because it's not like someone's like, here you go, here's ten million dollars, go make it. It was scraping things together over um, you know a year of aggressively putting you know, financial partners together and pre-sales and right. it's, it's a puzzle and, and, you know, independent movies are extreme challenge and we probably would have made this movie at quite a different, quite a different budget, you know, based on just what the script was and how it broke out. I mean, it should have been cost a lot more, but we thankfully pulled it off at, um, you know, at a fraction of that, but it's a, you know, it's independent movies are, are a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a struggle. Um, but like I said, it's, has just enough of the action to sell the idea of action. That's why it's, it's strange when people try to judge it on an action film level, because you're, we're obviously not competing with those types of, it's not mission impossible, rogue nation. And it's not man from, apparently fast, 
and the Furious for car chases. Go, go right, we, right, yeah. We hint at those things because this is really just a you know a teenage comedy. Yeah, I like down, man, guys. I so I suggest everyone uh, watch this movie on any way you can watch it. Yeah, uh, support independent movies. Support our buddy Kyle, uh, who we think yeah, a lot of, and uh, you know. Hopefully we can get some more. Uh, you can yep. get some more stuff made soon. So what what are you working on? What's going on? What's in the pipeline for you? Oh, a lot of stuff. I've got um got a TV show I've been developing that's very close. We got a got a showrunner on it. And we got some some uh, big producers. We have one of the cooler shows on TV on board now too. Can't say what it is yet, but it's uh it's close. So we're very excited. And awesome. We've got a big studio in it now, and so there's that. So I'm trying to get into television a little more. And um, a lot of good stuff happening on TV uh, right now, man. There's a lot of great stuff out there. On three or four features that are financed. So I'm just trying to figure out when, where, when, who, which going to go first, what's going to happen, how we're shooting them. Um, so it's all. Uh, there's a lot of stuff cooking, which is good. I'm also developing a a comic book, um, and I'm finishing up the Star Wars radio drama that I made uh, down at Star Wars Celebration. And we're, in, we're post-producing it. Oh, right, yeah. We ran into each other down there when you were doing that, yeah. Yeah. We have to, you know, refine it audio-wise because we recorded it in one long take, and it's all the actors from Star Wars, Clone Wars, a lot of the veterans, and some other people like Scott Porter, you know, from Son of Heart of Dixie and Friday Night Lights. And Love Scott. My wife, Jamie King's in it. And it's just, it's just like 10 great actors on stage doing one live reading with live music and sound effects mixed in. No, so we so I'm in the the post phase on that, but it's it's more like a hobby thing, you know. We did it for fun with Lucasfilm and and uh, you know, it was a big event down there at Star Wars Celebration. That'll be online on StarWars.com, hopefully within the month. And you know, Barely Lethal is coming out in England. It's opening in a lot of uh, overseas territories, Australia, and uh, I think it just opened in in France. But England's got a big release. It'll be in theaters over there August 28th. Uh, so theaters and VOD in the UK, which uh, I'm excited about. So just trying to keep all these different things afloat and have a new baby. So Right, man. You've been, been a big, man, uh, you're a very busy guy. Object, you know, and he's, uh, he's three and a half weeks old. So um, that's very new. <laughs> well, congrats on <laughs> all of that, man. Anything else when you no, no, can, in the house, you know? no, totally. I tell you, know, my daughter's almost three now, so I totally get it. Um, but I'm glad to hear things are going well. I'm um, excited about uh, the new stuff you got coming out. Yeah. Uh, so one of the uh, the the head, uh, so to speak, of the the um, the assassin uh, league um, in Bar- in uh, barely lethal is is Samuel L. Jackson, correct? Who's possibly one of the most prolific act like a- actors period in Hollywood right now, like. That dude is yeah, in every movie. Incredible. The way Christopher Walken used to just have this tremendous work ethic where he would just, just if someone offered him something, he would work. And I don't think, it's not necessarily that with Sam, but it's like guys like Christopher Lee who are in millions of movies. Uh, I think Christopher Lee is credited with being in more movies than, than anyone in history. But Sam is, is like getting up there. He likes to work. He likes to be on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to collaborate. You see a lot of actors, they'll do one movie a year. And then, yeah then that's it and um it's definitely not the case with him like <laughs> no that's I mean, for sure it's like uh here's my quote 
okay, then I'll do your movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just saying that's it. It's like he just does movies like, I, I, yeah, I think he, one, likes working a lot and just wants to do different yeah. stuff, so you know? I mean, it was a little tricky with us because, you know, we're not a studio. We were, we were an independent. Right. And Sam, um, I had... Uh, I was tr- I was talking to Haley Seinfeld about doing a movie, and he's also a big fan of hers. And he didn't want to be the first guy in on the project because it's not his film. But he really wanted to do it, and, but he wanted to see um, cast-wise who he could get in, into the film. And he's like, you know, you know, let's do it. If it's Haley, and I'm in. It's you know, he loved the script, and I think for us it was something different for him too, which that that I was really proud of because I do see Sam in a lot of movies where they're very similar. You know, right. kind of like an R-rated intense thriller and there's that side of him that people want and expect but I like the idea of getting somebody like him but then having to restrain him a little bit because he can't curse around these girls it's not the genre or the tone of the film so that's what was fun with him I think that was the that was kind of the pitch what got him excited about it um but he is one of the most sought after people like period I mean he has such a global presence and Everyone knows who he is. He's oh my God, he's 60, 66 years old? Charisma and presence. He's 66 years old. Is that yeah, true? I mean, the, he, yeah, he, he's, you know, and the interesting thing about Sam is, is he didn't really get noticed until he was like 40s, you know? And um, he started studying theater and things back like when he was 20 something years old. So he's been an actor, a working actor, a struggling actor for a long, long time before he ever got his first shot. I think a lot of people are like, Oh, here's a guy, you know, now he's in everything, but right. you know, he had two, two decades of, of struggling before he ever got his chance. Um, and now it's great to see that there's a guy he put his time in and he is, um, you know, He's killing it. He's I mean, killing he's it. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. He's, he's been in... Working like, uh, working like a banshee. Yeah. Which well, is awesome. Uh, which is awesome. And that, I mean, speaking of speaking of him and speaking of, of him and, you know, starring in Barely Lethal, that brings us to, uh, we're going to, th- this episode's a um, a fun episode where we have, you know, we, we wanted to have you on to, to promote your film and then we'll we'll um, have one category uh, wrapping, wrapping up the episode where we talk about our favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie because I'm just scrolling through here and there's so many and there's a lot of in that you might not even remember him in or whatever so um, I guess let's start with you Kyle do you have a favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie that you that you uh, that you've besides you, the one he was just besides the you, one yeah. that you just, besides barely lethal. <laughs> well it's, it's tricky there's like eras of him that I love and I think the first time you really became aware of him um, that someone gave him a chance to shine on that level is really Pulp Fiction. I think totally. Spectacular in that film. Um, it was just this fresh voice. He was just, just went for it. And it was like nothing else people had seen. Uh, so I'd say that's really the movie that got me hooked on him. That really made me notice him as a totally unique uh, you know, presence out there. Um, and it was probably coincided with right when I was you know, about to go to film school, things like that. So he was like a, a figure that was popping right about then. And, and, um, so I would say, you know, probably, probably that. I give you that. Pulp Fiction is a great movie. He's the most memorable character from that movie for sure. I mean, he had the, the best lines, the best quotes from that whole movie. You know, there's like, everybody does Ezekiel 2517 
in situations because they just think like that. What a powerful moment! And like everything, you know, he just makes great choices in that movie. Say what again? Yeah, that scene. I've done that. Yeah, bit so many times. That people are like, you know, do they speak English on what? Like, it's just a great, you know, that scene in the that because it, it totally cha- gives you sets a whole tone for the movie. And then it's like, but the movie's going to be kind of all over the place um, in terms of action and just drama and so. I don't know. It, it goes to it. You I, know. I loved him in um, Jurassic Park also. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I loved him in it. So I have a soft spot for that too. So that, I'd say that era, Sam Jackson, is the most, uh, one of the most nostalgic for. I like yeah. it. I like it. Dave. You know, it's funny. I'm gonna, I think my favorite movie of his I've seen, I'm going to go recent, is, is uh, Winter Soldier. Captain America Winter Soldier. I think he's so good in that movie. I think that, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites of the, of the new Marvel Universe movies. Um, totally. Super I fun. That movie. I think it's gr- I, I love that it's more, you know, look, the Avenger, the first Avengers, great movie. Um, all those characters, amazing. I liked it. I liked Winter Soldier because it's a little bit more compact. You know, it's only a few of the people that are, that are in those other films and you kind of get to spend more time with them, really. I mean, if you look at the Avengers movie, they probably each have like 15 lines. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not a whole lot of time they get to spend really talking about what they're really about. And I think that movie does really work well for me. But again, he's great in everything. And, you know, uh, I love uh, one of my, I think it's a, not a great movie, but I love Deep Blue Sea just because of the way he gives that speech and in front of the, you know, he's standing in front of everybody and telling about how they're all going to survive because he survived that mountain climbing incident. And then all of a sudden the shark just eats him. Yeah. You're like, that's genius. Yeah. I watched it. I was like, that's genius right there. That is, that is the tone of this movie, even though it's not a great film uh, and doesn't make a lot of sense. But that moment was perfect for me. So. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Winter Soldier. Captain America Winter Soldier is my favorite okay. Sam Jackson movie. It's a great one. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Kyle. There are definitely are different eras. Um, Jurassic Park is, you know, the, the era of, you know, Pulp Fiction, Jurassic Park, and Die Hard with a Vengeance um, are really great. Um, I'm going to go a little different here. I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to go a slight twist because I love, I mean, he's great in all, I, I prefer younger Samuel L. Jackson, I suppose, than to before he essentially became a huge parody of himself, which I still enjoy and I still, I still am a huge fan of him. Um, but I'm going to go with this one mainly because uh, D23 is happening right now where they're announcing a bunch of uh, new things that Disney has going on. And I'm going to have to just say this. I'm going to say, uh, honey, where is my super suit? And I'm going to have to go with The Incredibles. It's a great movie. He's great in I'm it. Gonna, no, it's... The Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie, and I'm so excited that they're making a sequel, and I really hope Frozone makes an appearance. I'm sure he will. I bet he, I bet he will. Can't imagine he wouldn't be in the movie. My TV, very frequently recently, uh, the Incredible. Dude, I, 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 you know, especially when you see a lot of the new Pixar movies, and I, I, you know, I'm supposed to say they're amazing, but, um, but I don't. I don't love. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I mean, I get you. I mean, we've. I've been. No, I don't. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like. like brave and even inside out, I know I'm supposed to drool over. I, I didn't. They're good, but they're I, not as we, good as the the early. They're not as good as incredible not, or up. Yeah, or something. We conceptually, they're just better baked films. The um, Incredible is so good. It's a great movie. We watch it all the time Frozone, at our house. What a great character! Oh, so good. Frozen, just a angry, angry. Love Frozen. Uh, where's my super suit, honey? Where is my super suit? That's funny. It's a great movie. I I would say that's uh, definitely a solid, uh, solid choice. But he's done a lot of great movies. But uh, 
Everybody, if you love Samuel Jackson, make sure to catch him in Barely Lethal. Yeah. Uh, on DVD, on Amazon Prime, on uh, lots of places you can find it. Uh, opening in England. Uh, you can't find it. If it's you your fault. It, there's something wrong with you. It's, it's your fault. There. Yeah, it's out there. Take a look. Um, and Kyle, we're super glad to uh, that you got to make the show today. Yes, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Um, yes, thank you guys. I know we had a little, uh, had a little. Hey man, uh, nanny sick mix up today. Yeah, so stuff happens. Like, well, I'm not working today. I am home with, with the little man. So. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, but I'm glad we still got to make this happen. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad we got to talk about it today. I'm glad to talk, talk about your movie, Sam Jackson. And we talked about another a bunch of other crazy stuff before. We we talked about True Detective for about ten minutes and uh, oh, oh man, what? yeah, I know. We we watched it all the way through. What, what do you guys think of? Uh, we wa- you, did you watch the whole thing? Did you watch it all the way through? Yes, I just I just finished it uh, yesterday. The, the end is fucking terrible. It's terrible. You guys so you guys really don't like it. I didn't. I liked the show up until the the, the last episode. Well, I liked it up until the last five minutes of the last of the f- episode before. I, I see. Not because not because yeah. Taylor Kitsch got killed, but the way in which they, the way what, in which they set thoughts? it up, the way in which they set it up, I thought was completely contrived. But that's just me. Did you like it, Kai? Look, I I loved loved the first one. I I felt something was disjointed when this season started. I felt like pacing was off and maybe, I don't know who, who directed the pilot of this one. The, the uh, I don't I remember. Creator I don't right about it. I think it was like a bigger action guy. It just didn't feel like his, his thing. Um, and I feel like Vince Vaughn wasn't warmed up yet to the character or something like he was still, they gave, I yeah. think that some of his dialogue and, but like, some of his dialogue like was just was bad too. Off. Yeah. But after that, I really got into it and I, and I felt, like it was different. It's never going to be what the original was. Of course was. not. It was no. New and different. And it was a cool television experiment. Um, but as a standalone thing, looking back in hindsight, I think overall, like, look, I was hooked on it. I liked all the characters. <coughs> Rachel McAdams was was great. Colin Farrell. That's she's the best thing in it for sure. Incredible. See, see, that's that was that was my my. My problem is, as I mentioned, you know, as we mentioned earlier, and it's like I defended. I loved the show. The like I watched the show and I looked forward to it and I loved everybody on the show up until the last episode. Then I, I defended it to everybody and I'm like, look, it can't be the first one. It can't be everything. I defended it. And then I watched that finale and it just it just threw me what for. Did you like about the finale? Was it just uh, everybody I, made I, terrible I, I, decisions? Every, everybody who up until now has made decisions based upon at least how they were. They should be. They were smart enough decisions, and everybody made decisions that they should to an extent. And then when you're wanted and you're, you, everybody knows the dire consequences, they all make bad decisions on top of the fact that nobody really – none of them actually won. Nobody actually succeeded at all. They all sort of failed, and I just kind of – I don't mind the failure part. I don't mind them not – I don't mind them failing. I mind if they fail if they did everything they they could have done to succeed, and I don't think they did. I mean, did it feel? It felt like she had solved everything she needed to do, and passed it along to this guy, and just didn't want to be the public figure for exposing what went on. Well, I don't think it. Like it but that's the thing is, I don't think that would have. I don't think that would have mattered. Like she's already it was nine months later. She's well, it's a year wanted, later, but she's already wanted. They've dispa- They've like you know destroyed the credibility of everybody else who was involved. You know what I mean? Like so it's the like, bad guys all won. Like, they're not going to care about a journalist. Well, not all the bad guys won, because Vince Vaughn did kill a lot of the other bad guys. They killed a lot of people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? They killed a lot of people. Who gets off on this, you don't know who gets off like the best in this whole scenario, even if they were exposed, was the um, the son that uh, the Mexican gang who killed oh. Vince Vaughn, leaving for dead. Yeah. Well, or Chisani's son. Yeah. Radar other than Vince Vaughn's radar. Right. Other than Frank's radar. That's true. Um, and they, um, yeah, they uh, they totally got off. <laughs> yeah, they get away with a million dollars in cash, uh, no diamonds, which no one knows about. Which just give up the jo- give up the jacket, dude. Just give up the jacket. Yeah. You're walking home. You'll figure something out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, cool, Kyle. We're glad you were here. Thanks, buddy, for doing yeah, the show. Thanks for joining it. And, and uh, uh, everybody go and, and buy and check out that movie. It's a check great it movie. Out. Yeah, go check it out. Blu-ray, DVD, barely lethal. Check it out. Like you said, it's free. on. A, it's uh, free on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it right there. Uh, can't, go, can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong. If you got Prime, it's free. So. Uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome, bud. No problem at all. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, thanks, everybody. Absolutely. Picking favorites. What are we doing this for? It's a promo to promote your show. What are you talking about? Why do I still have to do press for this? A lot of people don't know about it. Who doesn't know about it? Well, Barack Obama. What are you too busy leading the free world? Get on board. Just explain what your name is and tell the premise of the show. Okay, you're a senior at Marina Del Rey High School. I got areolas as big as dinner plates, and I use shirt on. I'm promoting the show. Are you ready to tune in to these, Earwolf? You know this is only audio. What? Right? No one can see you. I thought there was a reality show that's been following me Guys, secretly. Marissa here is a, a young woman with a lot of spirit, and she's the host of a new podcast called Womp It Up. She interviews her fellow teachers and students and people from the Marina Del Rey community. And my partner in crime, Listler DJs. A bunch of songs you don't want to hear and answers your love questions. I got a lot of followers on my Listler Spotify playlist. So why don't you check this out? Listen up. You should try out for Cirque du Soleil. I go to the circus often because it's... You feel it? Are you kidding me? I love the circus. I love it. We should go. Because I can't go to movies. So it's one one of the entertainment experiences. Yeah, it makes makes me seasick. Motion sick, yeah. Yeah. Seasick is reserved for people on boats trying to flee. From a past. We tried to go see the new Nicholas Sparks movie. The best part of me. Threw up right away. Open the credits. Oh, so listen to Wop It Up at Earwolf.com or your favorite podcast app. Or you could listen to these mamma jamas. Put them away. Flap, flap, flap. Sound Sound effects for your breasts. The sound of my boobs flapping in the wind. Turn around. Hop. Pop. Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.